They say we sick with it, you better wear a mask. They say we're moving towards the top, but we work like we're trash. I mean, these conversations happening, you shouldn't have asked. We're the winners of the future, not the slate to the past. You said we never, ever make it, and I'm saying you lied. Tune in every Monday, press play, share, and subscribe. Your invoice has been processed. Bring me my money, don't hide. Don't play with me, I'm Kingdom and I'm Southside. Hey, Tweety, what are you drinking over there? All right, guys. So you caught us. We are drinking our favorite coffee, and that is Hustle Blends Coffee. Hustle Blends Coffee is curated for visionaries, um, high-performing people, executors, all of the above. And we want to share this coffee with you. So we have recently launched our coffee in a cold brew. That's right. Packaged up just for you. It can be delivered to your door anytime you want it to be delivered. So while you're working on building that billion-dollar plan and you're already getting your services from Renown.Tech, go ahead and throw back a shot of coffee. That is Hustle Blends. Shop Hustle Blends at www.hustleblendswithaz.com. Coffee and Jesus all day, baby. What's up, guys? It's another new week of Million Dollar Conversations podcast. I am one half of the podcast. Your favorite rich auntie, Problematic Patty. Uncle to the T. T in the building. That was... Okay, Tweety. So this is what we're going to start doing when it comes to intros. You uh-huh. are going to... You, you, okay, let's let's pretend we're going to do it again. Okay, so you start this time. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Million Dollar Conversations. This is one half of your host, none other than Uncle T. Okay, so I think what we could have done in that moment was give an alliterative, um, you know, type of, you know, I said probably here for Patty. no English lessons. Come you, on. You could have said cantankerous tweet. I mean, like, you know. I like to keep it simple. The I like vibes, to keep it basic. And the, my vibes are contagious. They're not. They're not. Anyways, <laughs> let's keep moving. This is episode 15. What? Man, y'all, we rolling. How y'all been? How y'all feeling? Well, y'all been rolling with us for fifteen weeks, uh, fifteen episodes, and I Pre-rona, mean, Rona. Yeah, we've been through Rona, Rona together. We've been through the the racial tension together. We've been through um, just a lot. Finding our cousins and hitting our grooves and doing TikToks in the living room. I mean, <laughs> it's been a journey, and it's just like six Sorry. months in of twenty twenty. It's crazy. Yeah. How are you feeling, Tweety? How's your week been? My week has been eventful, um, a lot of work, a lot of strategizing, a lot of figuring out what the next move is, what the next step is. So I, I it's been a good week. Mm. I can't complain. It's been a great week, actually. If I look back at it, you know, our books are out. We're shipping them, you know, and I'm just excited because that was just an, a dream. It was an idea. And now it's coming to life. It's just amazing to uh, be a part of this and a lot and God letting us be the vessels to be used for the, this message that we're putting out. I love that. My week, um, and I, I say that, I mean, you would think we had the same week because we're in the same house, but, um, I'm here to inform you that a lot of times, um, you could be in the same house and have two different types of weeks. So tweety has been working and I've been off work, right? Because, you know, it's summer break for me. So I have actually taken this week to kind of do 
a lot of chillation. You know, we're still handling business. We got orders out. We took care of business. But as far as like the back end of strategizing and everything like that, I actually kind of like sat back this week. Um, and you know, we had other things to take care of that weren't business. You know, we're doing renovations on my mom's house. I'm super excited about that. And I had a revelation that I shared with Tweety earlier that I think I'm going to let y'all in on. Oh, it's ad tax already. Oh, man. We, <laughs> we at the beginning of the podcast. And, but then we're just going to add a little extra tax later. Oh, so because, y'all get extra stuff. You okay. know, like, I always see on social media people saying, like, it, it's like two extremes. And, of course, social media shouldn't be our gauge of how productive or unproductive we are. But I'm just using it as an, as an example that sometimes, like, you get told to just go hard, do everything you got to do, what you doing, sleeping, what you doing, doing this. Or you're like, rest, sit, chill, do nothing. And granted, depending on your schedule and what you got going on, I don't think anything's wrong with doing either one if you know what your goal is. I personally don't think that. But we, we've we been renovating my mom's house. And so we were... Um, painting the bathroom now you would think that a bathroom would not take a lot of energy out of someone to paint but i am here to tell you that like a little freaking 14 square foot space can really knock some wind out of you so anyway i was painting and so i took the roller brush and as we know the roller brush is going to cover more ground and my mom took the small brush and i kind of looked at it at first like why are you doing the small brush situation and she was just like um i'm just gonna handle the details and i was like well i mean if i'm just gonna be sitting up here doing all like you know i was kind of like how's this gonna work so anyway i started doing the the walls and everything and then i realized i couldn't go all the way up to the tippity tippity top of the wall because i needed a little brush for that and so what it taught me was that you can sometimes get so focused on doing big things like doing the meaty things that you miss the details sometimes and i'm like thinking to myself huh if i wasn't here with the rolly brush it would just be the details done if and you know and if she wasn't here with the details then i would just be doing the rolly brush and taking up over the walls but it would look completely incomplete and sometimes in our minds we could feel satisfied with going at 70 percent. like hey look most of the wall is covered so i did my job but, you know, the revelation I got out of that was, like, you got to finish as strong as you start. Revelation I got when you revealed that to me was incomplete is incomplete. Unfinished is unfinished. Oh, we were talking about honorable mentions and things oh, like that. Yes, yeah. Yes. We yes. were saying don't give us participatory prizes. Please don't. <laughs> I don't want no uh, award for second best or, you know... Good try, Bobby. Try it again next year. I feel like that kind of stuff just ruins the progress that you can really go through um, Mm -hmm. or that you need to go through in order to take it to the next level. So are you saying that in this case, it's actually okay to fail? Yes. (laughs) It's... it's. Let me lose. It's critical. Let me lose, please. It's critical for your growth to exhibit and go through changes Mm. i think failure is a change Mm. but we tend to look at it as a problem Mm. when you fail by falling on a bicycle we've talked about this before Mm -hmm. i remember my first time playing basketball i was terrible Mm. i failed right but after the 
after one or two months of playing basketball, I got a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Then over time, I picked up more skill because I kept doing it over and over and over again until it became a, a part of my habit. So that's a personal discipline that you're describing. But if you were a part of a basketball team and let's say you were that sucky one, but your team won a prize, would you feel that you were as deserving of that prize because you were part of the team? Every team has a sucky player. There, There is the worst player out of every team, but there's a reason they're on the team. Mm-hmm. I believe a good team doesn't have a bad player. Mm-hmm. They may not be skilled in one area or mm-hmm. two areas, but you have hustle. Mm-hmm. So if the ball is getting rebounded, you see the ball, you grab the ball and you pitch it to somebody with more talent. Mm-hmm. That's how basketball is played. So like you work as a team, right? I think that one thing we actually haven't talked about on our podcast, because we do talk about like we work together as husband and wife, but the team aspect of things, because one day it won't just be you and I as the sole employees. (laughs) Right now, Tweety and I are the custodians, the marketers, the management, the the we are in the writer's room. We're we're every freaking where. And so. It's cool right now because it's a real cool exploratory phase that we're in. Like, it's like, okay, let's let's see how we do with this. Let's sharpen our tools here. But one day there will be other people that we hire for these positions. And we have to understand how to work as a team. And it's kind of like, I don't know, I see, I see myself having a hard time learning how to delegate, period. Like, I either... You? You don't think so? Have a hard time delegating? To people I don't trust, Yes. I don't think that's your issue. I don't, okay. I, I don't think delegation is Patrice's issue. Patrice will delegate or to not, a two-year-old. Uh, not, not not trust, but I mean, like, not understand. Like, if I feel like it's going to take me more time to explain to you how to do something, I'll just do it myself before I take out the time to explain it. But that's, that's part of leadership, that you have to be able to trust people to learn and fail, mm. to learn and grow. The CEO of Chick-fil-A is somewhere playing golf. Do you think he's worried about the Fort Worth campus or the Fort yeah. Worth locations yeah, yeah, yeah. messing up? Yeah. That's why he hired his weakness. Yeah. That's why he hired his weakness. That's why he built a team around him, you know, around mm-hmm. the company that it's not just about him. They have boards. What do the boards talk about? How do we train better? How do we work on... Um, our, our customer service to our, our, our customers. How are we budgeting the money that we got from last year? Because mm-hmm. sometimes you've, you're so focused on getting money this year, but you don't even have it allocated to the next year, the year after that. So my question to you is, is it trust that you don't have on the employee or somebody you don't know or the fact that you've never done it before? Both. It, that's exactly what it is. It's both. It's the... It would... I've been in a position before where I felt like um, I wanted to say like, hey, these are the tasks I'd like for you to do. But I was so um, caught up in like almost like creating a backup plan. Like, oh, well, you know, just in case this don't go right, I'm going to just go ahead and do it myself on the back end. But if it do go right, I got extra. And it's, it's I think I was putting a lot of the wrong eggs in the wrong basket. You know, I was using extra eggs I could have put somewhere else. You know what I mean? Right, right. And so I I realized that. I totally see that. And I saw the issue with that. And I see how if that is not corrected, that can be a major issue. 
you can hinder somebody's growth by always trying to do something for them. Mm-hmm. Imagine the parent who's still trying to teach their child how to change their butt or wipe their butt. Mm-hmm. You know, and the child is six. Right. You are the hindrance to them actually growing. No, I don't want them to get it on their hands. I don't want them to, like, or think about the child who's 42, still in their parents' house, you know, mm-hmm. and, ha- you know, still has that, you know, fail- failure to launch mentality mm-hmm. <laughs> that the parent has on. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Take your time with it. Mm-hmm. And there's cases where it, I, it makes sense why. Right. Right, the the, the child is still co- at cohabits. home. At that point, you roommates. <laughs> at that <laughs> point, I, I feel like can we can we change the narrative of people who like still live with their parents because it's not always a I'm living with you because I'm bumming off you. Like sometimes it's it is mutual. a roommate situation. It's mutual. I'm not talking about that, and I don't want to veer off too far into that because I lived at home my entire life until I, mean, I met you. Clearly, that's how it goes. No, I'm I'm talking about like into my adulthood. I live on my life. It wasn't 18 and cut off. Yeah, I didn't go through that. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like, okay, you're you're 18. Okay, you're 20. Okay, you're 21. What do you want to do with your life? I'm trying. I'm trying to get married. This is my plans. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what would you suggest to somebody who's like, I don't have anything pressing at the moment that. This is becoming more relationshipal, but we got some for y'all for the relationship topic. So y'all just hold hold your edges. But um, not to veer too much off the business situation. But if someone does not have something pressing on them as to why they should leave the house, like they are just, you know, hey, I then graduated from college, or either maybe I didn't go, maybe I'm working. Mom is cool with me staying here. I can save my money. Maybe I have a goal of buying a property mm-hmm. or doing this. Or maybe I want to travel. Or maybe I ha- I just have different aspirations. And either way, parents are cool. Like, they not raising no fuss about it. So, if they not tripping, I'm not tripping. What? Why do we still shame people who are in agreement with their people? I don't shame them because I'm a product of that. Mm-hmm. I come from a predominantly African, not even predominantly, predominantly. African. Did you say predominantly? Yeah. I'm like, who's not African over there? <laughs> I taught myself, I was like, yeah, uh, I come from an African um, household, a Kenyan household to be specific. And um, that whole throw the chick out the nest mentality is not there. Mm. It's like really get your stuff together so when you do leave, you don't come back. I love that. Get it right the first time. So you don't come back. Yeah. Because I have some students right now, you know, who are like, yeah, I'm getting ready to leave. And I'm like, make sure you don't got to come back. You know what I mean? Right. And so growing up in this household, my my biggest, uh, the biggest lesson I learned through everything was how to persevere, how to grow, how to, how to plan for my future Mm -hmm. getting those things in order so that when i did move out it wasn't a i don't know how to pay a bill Mm -hmm. i don't know what uh how early should you have your kids learning about bills 10 12 like paying a bill yes Wait a minute. Why are you being the African dad right now? What t- what bill is a 10-year-old going to pay? See, the bill wouldn't be a physical bill. I'm not going to give no 10-year-old my light bill, but I'm going to give mean, them, but I'm going to pull up to the gas station and I'm like, this is $3. You're going to put this $3 on okay, this tank. Okay. And then you're going to take that and then you're going to mow the lawn. $3? So, 
to mow the oh, lawn. Oh, to mow the lawn. Get the gas for the lawn. Got yes. You. So uh, that's a bill in itself. I don't have to pay who, so whoever to come out and okay, cut the grass. Okay, you're teaching them a principle. But that's paying a bill to me. Yes. Because I would pay somebody else that money mm-hmm. to come out and cut grass. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, it's, it's, if you're trying to get cut the, the grass cut, then you're trying to get the, tre- the, 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 the trees trimmed or whatever, it can run up a bill. Mm. month to month and you may not look at it and be like oh man it's just $40 but it's $40 you saved by teaching your son a skill by teaching your child a skill at an early age and they're going to transfer that to the next generation by the time they're 21 they're not going to be dealing with cutting the grass they're going to be dealing with flipping property Hmm. okay so let's go back to business topic real quick and just sew that up a little bit. So we talked a little bit about like seeing the big picture, understanding delegation or, you know, understanding um, different strengths and weaknesses. Like I tend to assess, you know, hey, where am I strong? Where am I weak? And also, do you think that all of your strengths need to be stream like lines of income, streams of income? No. Oh, you know, some people feel like, I've of lately gotten a few different makeup calls over the past uh, week or so. And so if y'all, my listeners, our listeners don't know, um, like I used to do makeup a long time ago, not a long time ago, like a year and some change ago, but you know, it's a while if you ain't did it in a while. And so I just kind of felt like, well, I'll do it if somebody asked me, but I'm not like pushing it like I'm not just like out there saying like hey y'all I'm back um just because we have hustle blends and we have other things that take up a lot of extra attention and a lot of extra energy um but sometimes you know of course I've been encouraged to be like hey Patrice like this bag right here is not going away people are still asking you for makeup it's not a bad idea you know it's not a bad idea to make that a still a side hustle or a side this or a side that and for me I'm kind of like it's a case by case but, you know, some people also are big on like, hey, every single strength I have, I need to make it a stream. So do I need to do that? So I... We can talk about that right now. Okay. Me and you as sure. the listeners are seeing it. Because I don't think we've ever really talked about that makeup aspect. We just kind of let it go. as like Patrice retired. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. But there was no jersey to put up. Right. So right, right. I was like, retiring from what? Right. I've done that to myself with music. I'm like, well, Tweety retires. Okay, can, Tweety, can you give them some background information on, on music? Because, you know, some people are just now coming in, into our get, lives. We're going to get into that. But right now, it's Patrice talking. You're not going to try to... No, know. I'm just saying, like, some some people are just now getting into our lives. Like, right, right. Like, so, they are just picking up. This is chapter this one is, for them. Okay, so let's re- rewind real quick. So t- from the year 2011... Till now, I have been a, a musician. I've gone through different phases. I mean, phases. Phases. You know, there has been a chief key phase. <laughs> a phase, phase one. Oh. Phase one was chief key phase. Phase two was more, you know, I found my Wale vibe. And I wrote that for a long time. Just yeah, earthy. it was more you. It was poetic. Earthy. It was more calm. It was like I could write about feelings and pulling people out of the struggle. Mm-hmm. But it was still very much so in the world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was going by different aliases and not being Tweety. I was being that alias. Mm-hmm. And now seeing how somebody who's a celebrity can have like a multiple 
personality disorder is like they don't know who they are. Right. Am I True. 50 Cent or am I Curtis? I don't know. <laughs> Curtis! <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, depending on who I, where I am and who I'm talking to, mm-hmm. I could be one or both or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Fast forward, you know, I, I, last year I kind of decided to hang it up like, man, it's not working out. I, I don't want to do music. I lost my purpose. Yeah. And how many of y'all know that you can lose your purpose in, in search of trying to appease people, in search of trying to write the right song, write oh, so the right album? So you're trying to preach. So you, you're preaching. No, I'm just. I like, was asking for like a very brief biography, oh, okay. like an Instagram Lincoln bio. You got me going. And that's why I was trying to get back to you. 144 characters. Okay, so I'm done with my. Is that, a, is that a Twitter characters. thing? Like you, you only got a hundred and something. It used to be back in the day with Twitter, but you know people got like whole like albums, thesis, like I, everything. On okay, so anyways, yeah, I digress. I, I bet y'all strengths liking. into streams. Right, strengths into streams. Thank you for bringing me back to course, ma'am. Um, but I think for you, when we were talking about your makeup, it was more of a a comfortability or a comfortable feeling of not having to do it because you were frustrated mm-hmm. that it was not something that you actually structured to work for the long haul. You mm-hmm. had a structure to work for a time. Mm-hmm. So every time you think about it, you only think of it for a time. You don't think about how you could have, you know, implemented certain things to assist you grow, assist you to grow. So, for example, you're like, I don't want to be the person to go out and do the makeup. I'm like, you could hire people yeah, to I go out. Yeah, I actually developed a system for Right. That. But I'm saying that if you had, imagine if you had remained consistent. I don't think it was a mad, I just didn't want to do it no more. The makeup period or just yeah. having to beat faces? I wanted to exit service-based and go into product-based. That was 100% it. More product based on the makeup or product based on something else? Yeah, something else. I was like, okay, this let me know I can run a business. Like this let me know that I can I can retain customers, right. I can manage contracts, I can delegate to other people. I had you know, I had somebody who could freelance under me if I couldn't do it. Like I had a system. Right. What I'm saying is that it wasn't built to last. Mm-hmm. In a nutshell, that that is what I'm trying to say. It wasn't built to last. Therefore, the reason it got hung up, it was that it wasn't. It was a good idea, like you're saying, but it may have not been a god idea. But the skill never goes away. So it's up to you to be like, do I use this skill and find find a way to make it a stream, or do I continue to be like, you know, it's just something I do if you ask? Because at that point. You know, it's a hobby. At that point, it is a side hustle. Mm-hmm. And from the skills and the tools you've learned through Hustle Blends, through Renown, through the other businesses that we were doing, you should be able to apply that to anything, yeah. including just a skill that you, you, you were good at and you still are. But see, I think that a lot of people have strengths in areas of things that they just don't want to do. That's what I'm saying. Like, to to say, like, if if... For some reason, my back was against the wall and I'm like, I have makeup brushes. Uh, I have people who are calling me. You know what I'm about to do. Like, you know, it, it, you know what it come down to is. So it's not even a matter of that. I think it's just a everybody doesn't end up banking on the thing that they're strong on. And 
I don't necessarily think they have to. Um, I think that you have free reign. That's like, hey, if I want to, I'm really good at makeup, but I'm really good at business too. I'm really good at strategizing things. But makeup is business. Makeup is business, but I ain't got to do it. Right, but I'm saying you can't. You can't choose what your strength or your weakness is. Yeah, but like, I'm saying you ain't got to do it either, just because you're strong in it. I'm not saying that you have to. What I'm saying, I'm disagreeing with you, is that. The I want to is a choice. It doesn't mean it's the best choice. It means it's a choice. So you want me to be doing makeup right now? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying from your perspective, it's your choice. Therefore, you can stand on it. But you can't tell the other person on the other end that their strength is a choice that they can you can use it or lose it. You should always use what you can until you get to the destination you need to. So specifically, I did not say it was a choice. I said, I if you don't want to do something, mm-hmm. if somebody is strong in being a bowling instructor, but somehow they get an opportunity to do something else that they want to do, they're not going to go back to, you know, City View Lanes and bowl and teach people how to bowl if they don't want to do it. No, I'm they know that's something they can always go back and do, but they don't have to. I'm saying that you should never have to go backwards if that's not the. We're saying the same thing. You're, I want you to hear me differently. What I'm saying is that you made the conscious decision for you to do that, but it's hard for the other person on the other end to be like, "Well, I, this is my strength. I do good hair, mm-hmm. and people are paying me to do good hair." Although I'm frustrated with the system I've put in place, mm-hmm. what should I do next? Because it's still a business and people are still interested in my services. It's not like I was doing bad work. Mm-hmm. I just chose to leave that alone. Mm-hmm. So either I'm going to do one or two things, completely leave it alone or keep picking it up and going. Because at some point I'm going to be frustrating myself and my clientele of like, if you do now a good face, people are going to be like, are you back? Mm-hmm. You know, if you do uh, good cornrows or whatever, y'all, y'all get done on your head. Like, mm-hmm. Like, if you do one good one and they like, who did your hair? And they like, well, I went to so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Do you turn down? I see what you're saying. The next client? I, and there, there's also that component. I see what you're saying. Um, I don't fully agree, um, but I do see what you're saying. I There's also the component of, you know, when people see that you halfway want to do something, they don't want to come to you, even no matter how good you are. Right. You know, because it's like, if you don't want to do it, well, I'm going to pay you for it. You know, like. You know what I mean? So I get it. I get both sides of it, um, for sure. That all strengths don't have to be streams. Um, but also, you know, all side you don't have to be out here just doing a million side hustles either. Like there's you can legitimize one thing out of all those side hustles. Yeah, we and talk, make that work for we you. We talked about strategy over hustle the last episode. Mm-hmm. And this is part of strategy over hustle Mm -hmm. where you can strategize to make everything that you touch a stream. Mm -hmm. I have no problem with that. We have the opposite way of thinking on that, but I remember days where I used to get on five miles. I sold you an air conditioner. I sold you a, a a boot. I sold you a a little angel thing. (laughs) I sold, I sold a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And what it taught me is that you have different customers who have different needs. So, even in that, it's a business in in itself finding out what does my consumer want. But you don't sell on five miles anymore. Absolutely. You upgrade, you know. So if I did, like you're saying, if I did have to go back, I know that I would make a killing because I know what people want. Mm-hmm. So it's a building block to business. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I'm not going back, though, 
to be like, hey, I posted something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For the customer to be like, you still back? Mm-hmm. Uh, you have 78 reviews. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you gonna sell on five miles? You gonna sell? You gonna sell? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't tease them and I wouldn't tease myself of like, ah, oh, he's back. Mm-hmm. I would either like cut it off and be like, you know what? I'll do it for you. You know, I'll do it um, for you, but it's not going to be no fee. And I'm mm-hmm. not going to be mad now that there's no fee mm-hmm. because that's not what I created it for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I think either way, it's a personal decision on the other end. It, when you're listening to this, like it's a personal decision, whether you want to utilize all your strengths or you don't want to utilize all your strengths to make a stream of income. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So we're going to move into our faith topic because as we all know, the major elephant in the room is that there's just a lot going on in life. Period. Um, There's a whole lot going on. There's a whole lot of back and forth thing going on Um, just in these social media streets and even in these real streets, child. It's it's so child, child, child. It's a lot going on. And so I... I see a lot of people like just blatantly like saying, forget this whole Christian thing. Like forget this whole, you know, just, just forget everything. Yeah. Forget love your enemies. Forget patience. Forget, um, forget love. Well, you know, I honestly, I was actually going to say a lot of people are saying like, just why is there, why should I believe there's a creator if there's so much going on in the world? Like, some people are more so on that side of the spectrum. Um, so, I don't know if it's, you know, the lo- you can't get to love your enemies and forgiveness and all that other stuff if you can't accept that there is a creator, if you can't accept that there is there is a God, you know? So, I, I think that the struggle is really real spiritually right now. Absolutely. It, it, the struggle is real, but what I'm saying is that if you're, preaching more about hate how do you expect love Mm -hmm. there is no love Mm -hmm. where hate is present Mm -hmm. because you're choosing to hate Mm -hmm. and whether hate was done to you first or second hate is hate therefore you're just producing more hate got it so in the streets on social media a difference of opinion is causing people to uh one completely abandon their faith in the name of their culture, completely alienate each other based off of the color of their skin, whether white or black or Hispanic or Asian or, or wherever you're from, whatever color your skin is. Because people are have different, very, there's white people in Africa. There's like, there's so much going on that people are not looking up. They're not like we, like we learned today at church, like nobody is looking up and be like, what does God say about me? Mm. What does God say about this situation? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are, we all have been told like misery loves company. Like, and a lot of the, the feelings that are going around is contagious. It's like, you see the hurt, you see the pain, you see a lot of this, and then you just, you taking it on. And, you know, I think we have to become, we have to normalize going to God in prayer about everything. You know, I think for a long time, like, we get trained up to say, like, you go to God when things are really, really wrong and when you're about to pray over your food. But, like, you don't, we need to normalize actual just talking to God, having conversations with God. I mean, thank you for the plug because, I mean, I talk about this once again on my journal, Conversations with Jesus. 
I always think of a conversation as a um, uh, forever going thing. I'm building a relationship. If I'm having conversations with you, I I like to spend time with you. Mm. I like to be around you. Oh, yes. You know, there's there's very a very limited amount of people that that's an accessible thing. Like getting a full me, not on the way to somewhere Tweety. You know, and, and I feel like when my relationship with God is so unique that you'd be like, why are you talking to God and you're in the restroom? Why are you talking to God and you playing basketball? Mm. Like. It's, it's my relationship that I've built with God because I enjoy having those conversations. Mm -hmm. So as things unravel or I see the things that I'm seeing on social media, I go directly and I start asking questions. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people are not asking questions. They're just going into action mode like mm -hmm. you were talking about. Mm -hmm. And instead of God leading me, Lord, what do you say? Should I march? Right. Not... Not, not putting it to we all doing this. Like, what did God tell you specifically? Right. And holding yourself accountable to whatever was said to you. Mm -hmm. There's very few people doing that. And there's very few people uh, really accepting the challenge of God saying, no, sit down. Hmm. Or speak up. Or speak up. I don't know. You got to You you know what God told you to do. Mm hmm. So I can't tell you either one of those things, but you can't now call me something that I'm not because I'm not doing what you're doing. What's so interesting about this, and you know, we talked to this, uh, we talked with our pastor about this, and also it was just a video that was um, posted and just viral or was moving along on Facebook rather about how we, you know, a few months ago we were scared to go to church. <laughs> Because the Rona, the Rona's still out there. It's just as much Rona out there now, if not more, allegedly, <laughs> as there was before. No, it's there. Yeah. I See, I think we disqualify ourselves as believers when we say it's not. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, I mean, look at them. Mm -hmm. They don't believe that something is that actually is real that they can't see mm -hmm. is fake. I believe oh, there okay. is. Okay, I see how you did that. I believe that Rona is there. Rona is real. Okay. Now, to what level of impactfulness they're saying it's having on us, Yeah. I don't know. Who is to know? And who is to know and how can you tell if you haven't tested this household, you haven't tested the household next to us, you haven't tested the whole city. So how, how, do, you, how do we know what's what? And then they're just, I mean... I, it's so funny when you're on social media, people are like, the quarantine is over. I'm like, the quarantine is not over. Places are just open. But that does not mean that you, it's pretty much like at your own risk. risk. And why are they open? They're, <laughs> yeah. they're not open because it's over. They're open because they, they need They businesses, need it. <laughs> businesses are dying. Like yeah. people are going out of big, big yeah. businesses too. Yeah. Of like, you know, bankrupt. that have been around for years are, are struggling right now. So, I mean... People were afraid to go to church. And now, like, we're willfully walking and marching the streets and standing a thumbs width away from each other, holding hands even sometimes. Like, so I'm like, that's nowhere near social distancing. So if you are willing to, like, break the, you know what I'm saying, the social distancing 
um, policy for this, like, why can't we come together and worship? Why can't we come into the house of the Lord? You know? What I want to make sure is I'm not insensitive to those who are going out and protesting. Right. And and saying, like, you know, God told me to do, I don't, that's that's your business. You Mm -hmm. talk to God. He Mm -hmm. told you whether you didn't or not. Right. That's what I don't want to be insensitive so you could be like, click, logging off. I don't want to hear this no more. Mm -hmm. I'm saying you have every right to do as you please. Mm -hmm. But the same effort that you were putting towards that, you weren't putting towards the things that you say you believe well, in. Well, we were not saying they weren't. It's just that it the the message was given two different ways, is what I'm saying. Before, I think I'm sticking to what I said because prior to everything going on, as far as like, you know, seeing the George Floyd incident, mm-hmm. everybody was like, caution, use wisdom. Y'all dumb out there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, 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 y'all going to these grocery stores. Nah, man, I'm stocking up. I'm in the house all day long. Yeah, I'm not leaving. I'm never leaving mm-hmm. till I find out what's going on. Fast forward. What y'all doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, we not burning Rona. We burning businesses. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I, I'm sticking to what I'm saying because majority of people were like, the people who go to grocery stores are evil. The people who don't wear masks are this. I'm like, so... There's always an enemy. Right. <laughs> forever. Forever an enemy. So I, I, I'm I'm stuck at what, where to go, what to do, because nobody's clear. Right. The system that has been put in front of us, people are saying it's broken, it's broken, it's broken, it's broken. The system is broken. The system is broken. Uh-oh. I'm like, was there even a system to begin with? Right. Right. So what we urge you guys to do out here. Be cautious. Be ca- be prayerful. Be prayerful before you are even cautious. Don't even use your own precautiousness, intention, and, and feelings. I would definitely say be prayerful um, because there's so much going on out here. You have to make decisions that you, you know, you are comfortable with. You have to think for yourself. There's so many people out here. Like, just because a thousand people sit up here and say, Rona over, like, we all out here. Like, it's, it's good at this point. Don't mean that, that 50 of those people won't end up, you know what I'm saying? And we don't yeah. want that to happen to nobody. But we definitely, like, it's still out here. Like, the same issue we had months ago is still out here. So, I just I just want us all to be safe, man. Yeah, and, and, and the thing people are going to say is, like, Oh, it's a perfect time for you to bring up that Rona's coming out and still here and you ain't out marching. That's why you ain't out marching because you 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 think, you know, you're going to catch it. And I'm like, that's not it. I believe so heartily in following who God has sent for me. Mm-hmm. I know my leadership. I know who I serve under. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm marching for. I know the reasons I'm marching for. If I, if that's the case, I, I'm, not, I'm not going to be... Um, blacked out as, as the ex as, as we did on instagram <laughs> and being told like that's supposed to be supportive to a cause and i'm like well, we want to get to the real root of the issue right we want to get to the actual problem we want to one pray for everybody um it a lot of people are hurt right now a whole lot of people and pray for their souls because out of hurt places and out of like no real direction i mean you can end up in a really dark place so if you are out there, again, the prayer line is still open. You can definitely email us like this next person emailed us when we are about to go to our relationship topic here. So just know Tweety and Patrice are here for you. We are your cousins. Yep. All right. Or go on Hustle Blends. 
um, our Instagram. Follow us and uh, DM us. Let us know uh, what you're going through and how we can better pray for you. As you are drinking your Hustle Blends coffee, Chad. So we, this Tweety, we got mail for the first time ever in life. And I have no idea how to react to it because I feel like Shirley Strawberry. I think that's her name. <laughs> the Shirley, Strawberry Letter. The Strawberry Letter. I don't know what we're going to call our letters that we get in. Um, so maybe y'all can li- leave us suggestions <laughs> of the letter titles we should get in. But this one is very juicy. So are you ready, Tweety? Uh-huh. Me? A whole me? A whole you. All right. So, um... <laughs> You got to come in harder next time with the accent, please. You need to work on that. All right. So, dear Tweety and Patrice, I am a single doctoral candidate and I'm 30 years old. I'm financially independent and have no children. I maintain a great relationship with my family and have no drama. My only issue, as you can guess, has been dating. I recently met a guy that I really liked, and so far, he's what I feel like I've been asking God for. He recently told me over a text message that he needed to speak with me, and it was important. I consider myself someone who falls pretty fast, and I started setting myself up for for disappointment. Somehow, I felt like everything we were experiencing was too good to be true. He ended up telling me that he's finally ending his divorce. I guess not ending starting his divorce his like finalizing his divorce i guess is what i'm understanding and wanted to let her know let me know this uh, is still coming from her point of view he said he didn't tell me that he was previously married because he wanted me to see him without the baggage he did also tell me that he has a son and that his relationship with the child's mother was cordial now that i know that his son's mother is his current wife i'm actually wondering how cordial they actually are I'm struggling. I'm not getting any younger. I actually like him, and I feel like I should see this through, but I'm afraid that that could also be coming from a desperate and fearful place. I need answers. Will I ever actually have a man of my own? It feels like the older I get, the less likely this is. One, congratulations on your, you know, doctor. doctor yes, Dr. Sis. Yes. We're going to call you Dr. Sis. We're not going to put your name out. We're not going to put your name out, But sis. congratulations. Dr. Sis. And I want you to know that you're doing great. Now, to your man problem. <laughs> okay. Because it is a problem. It's, it's a few problems in here. But. but I do believe before I even speak on what you should do, you should pray. Mm-hmm. I know we always talk about but I, I done did it already. Yeah, I yeah, prayed. Yeah. He ain't said nothing. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. You just wasn't listening. Um, God will let you know the direction of whether this is your husband to be or not. And one thing I'm loving about what I'm hearing, his response to everything is truth. Mm-hmm. He's being honest with you. He's laying down a, a complete. So honesty is a bit of a stretch to use here. Um, Why not? Because he did not tell her from the beginning. They've been dating, and he read this again. He they've been dating, and she said he recently hit her with a text saying, "Hey, I gotta talk to you." And she didn't know any other woman was in the situation. He revealed to her that she he had a son before, and that the mother of the son was cordial. They had a situation. Hold on, and. But in the text message, his where he's approaching her saying, look, I got to talk to you. When I talk to you, I'm letting you know I am currently still married. And I did not tell you I was married while we were dating because of this. 
That is honesty. Let me let me elaborate. That's not honest. I've recently it says here. That's delayed information. Let me let me. That's re- omission. Let me read what it says. This is what it says. I've recently met a guy that I've re- I've really liked, and so far he's what I feel like I've been asking God for. He recently told me over a text message that he needed to speak with me, and it was important. Mm-hmm. Recently, I don't know what that means. That could be a week. After y'all met, mm-hmm. which would be perfect timing to release such deep information. Okay, so she's not letting us know how long they've been dating. Exactly. And so. she said she falls fast, so she does. It, it could have been a, a few days. Yeah, we don't know that. It could have been a month on on what you're saying. But I feel we like don't. he could have also said upfront, "Hey, I'm in a situation right now," you know. Because I mean, I'm assuming he's letting her know that because things are getting serious between them. For him to say that. I don't want to assume. I don't want to go out for what she said. I consider myself someone who falls fast and started setting myself up for disappointment. If you disappointed, if if you're setting yourself up, like that's early stages. Like they're not in no month, two month of dating. Like this is like I'm really getting to know you. Mm-hmm. And if we can use ourselves as an example, we didn't know everything about each other after a month. But that's a pretty big thing for somebody to not know. Is what I'm saying. Like but I he, may not know your favorite color after a month, but you being a whole married man, like I, that's something I should know. He's separated. That's what I'm hearing. From he's this. married. He's legally married. He's okay. physically separated, but he is legally married. That's different. If he's getting out of the marriage, see, I think you're you're hearing from a place of, oh man, he's married. Ooh, Why? sweetie, you're militant today, aren't you, buddy? What do you mean? Go ahead. <laughs> you're hearing it from a place of like he's married. I'm like. Wait a minute, like, dude is calling her up. Like, she didn't have to find it out through Facebook. She didn't have to, because y'all, she would have already. So we should give him some flowers because she didn't have to find out? It's not even about that. It's about, I said he's being an honest guy because he texted her. He has something important to say Mm -hmm. to let her know. She's not having to find out information from other sources. So one, I'm seeing the honesty of like, this is where I'm at. What we gonna do? You know, you still want to continue with this? I'm telling you about my son. So now it's really getting serious. She says she's she's getting feelings for him. Obviously, he's getting feelings for her if he's talking about his son. He's talking about what he's currently going through. He's putting everything on the table. What's wrong with that? Everything. What? He's putting everything on the table. As far as his situation? Um, Dr. So, Sis. Pull, pull out the facts. Doc, Dr. Sis, we really don't know. Um... Ooh, child. Child. I don't know. Um, I would never be the person to tell you to not to do something that could work out. Um, I do believe to a degree he... I, I would want to have a conversation with him about why it came at the time it did. Like, why didn't you tell me this to begin with? And, I mean, she did say, like, he pretty much had the assumption that if he told her... That, you know, she would think like, oh, he immediately has baggage and she probably wouldn't want to go ahead and get to know him. And that's probably true. But at the same time, I'm just kind of like, look, what else do I not know? You're bringing up great points, but I think this is for her to find out. Well, she asked us. And this is what she asked. I need answers. Will I ever have a man of my own? Yes. You'll have the man that God has purpose for you, whether it's soon to be divorced man A or the that, man that God calls out of left field. That just doesn't have a good ring to it. 
we can't hear it from a place of dysfunction necessarily because it's not a situation that we can see in front of us. Mm -hmm. But from what I'm hearing, it seems like an open discussion, an open conversation. It's definitely worth the conversation. Right. 100%. I can't assume the other ifs. Mm-hmm. I can only assume what I've read mm-hmm. because when, once we start adding to our use, I know somebody who da 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 they did this and they was div- like he's not in the marriage anymore. Neither is the other woman that is in the marriage. We don't know if she's doing her whatever they do. Mm-hmm. So we can't put him out to be the bad guy. Like you, you still married? Well, his wife is still married too. Talking about they cordial and you know according to what he said. I would definitely say um, it's worth the conversation. A hundred percent, it's worth the conversation, especially for that. The answers you need will not come from us. I'll let you know that right now. Right. Um, you will definitely need to talk to him and just listen. I think listen, pray, um, just see what else comes of it. I know at this point your feelings are on guard, so you're kind of like, you know, should I know more? Should I not? You know, but pray about that too. Um, and don't necessarily pray like God is this the man because I don't think that that's the prayer you should pray at this moment. But I do you think should. you should definitely ask God if this is the man for you. Well, I mean, in the I think it should be more so focused on the circumstance of everything. Like, hey, what, like, Lord, let me be discerning as I hear this out. Lord, allow me to be forgiving if this is something that, that's going to move past this point. But let me just hear it. Like, let me just hear it. Because at this point, it's not about how serious they are going to be right now. It's really about just a conversation and just unloading some truths. Yeah, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. I, I'm just saying that be in prayer. I, even if you met for the first time, like, Lord, is this the, like, show me. Mm-hmm. Show me. I'm using it from personal experience and how it worked yeah. for me. Lord, show me what I need to see in them mm-hmm. as a husband, as a, as a wife. Like I want to. What are the qualities in them for a wife mm-hmm. already? Mm-hmm. From the first date to the fifteenth to the twentieth, I need to see all the qualities. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm gonna be perfect. She's gonna be doing the same thing for me. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you're like, okay, I'm checking. Okay, can he? Okay, can you do that? Can you mm-hmm. do that? We're all doing that during the dating process. Mm-hmm. So the prayers need to be for one, where is this going? Mm-hmm. You know, he's saying he just got out of a marriage. We don't know. He's, he's... getting out of a marriage. <laughs> yes. Yes. He's getting out of a marriage. He's going through the process of divorce. And then she uh, is kind of like, I, I'm, am I desperate? Like, is this the kind of person I yeah. should be going with? She doesn't with? want to waste her time. Right. Sure. Yeah. Which is a great valid point. But right. neither one of them can answer that. Only God can answer that. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, y'all were actually meant to be. There's plenty of people who got into situations. We don't know how he got into a situation with his current wife. Whether that's a conducive relationship or not. We don't know any of those things. Yeah, but then another thing to consider is like, if they are freshly divorced, you know what I mean? Like... Of course, conversation. All of this needs to be a conversation. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if they're freshly divorced, it's kind of like that wound is, like, fresh open. You know what I mean? Should you be dating There's some people in the it, freshness of that? There's some people who are looking for just an ink on paper, to be honest. Like, they yeah. had already been apart years ago. Of like, course. this is just the finale of, like, whew, 
we can breathe. Right. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's the greatest of things, but there's some people who are not meant to be together, but they stuck it out because of the kids or stuck it out because of finances Mm -hmm. and they weren't supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So them actually being single and fine. What if to him is like, I found the one Mm -hmm. and I know that there's something here. Mm -hmm. Let me pour my heart out to her in the early stage Mm -hmm. to see what it becomes. Mm. Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. I so, just always think folks lying. I mean, could he be lying? Uh, yeah, yes. that's a strong. I love it. <laughs> I love that you're giving the other side of it because I mean, I I wasn't saying that he is lying necessarily, Doctor Sis. I'm just saying that like it's kind of one of those things. Like, how could you know unless you talk to him? It kind of reminds me of the comedy special we just watched. Mm-hmm. When um, with uh, Yvonne Orgy, uh-huh. I say it right, uh-huh. um, and how she was talking about her singleness uh-huh. of like just every man she ran into was married, engaged in a relationship, but they claim to be like you know I, don't, I mean yeah. technically yeah am I single I'm mm-hmm. not married mm-hmm. but it's it's disheartening to see that men are doing this. Um, but we have to put ourselves in place or as, as a woman of God, which I'm assuming, I, I know you are. We're going to claim it. Um, as a woman of God, you have to position yourself to be like, man, like, I'm going to have to be a stepmom. There's so many variations, you know. Yeah. There's a lot But of- that's what she means when she's saying, will I ever have a man of my own? Will I have a family of my own? Will I be, you know what I mean? That's what she means, I believe. Like, that, that the urgency in that, hey. She just wants somebody. I don't think she's talking. I don't, no. A man of my own is like everybody else booked. Like, will I ever have No, it, it means like a man that ha- is not currently uh, attached to another I'm woman. Your point. That's I'm not, your that point. doesn't have, you know what I mean? Like, right. a lot of women can be like, hey, you got a kid. I can kind of, you know, I can kind of get in there. I don't mind playing step. But I mean, and, and she hasn't talked about that in this letter, of course. But what We're she just... means by a man of my own is like, you are at some point always going to be attached to your ex-wife. Yeah, I like how, okay, you dissected it a little bit further because it's more of a, um, Will, because you're saying you're cordial. My antenna, my antenna goes up. So I'm pretty sure her antenna goes up. What mm-hmm. do you mean, mm-hmm. cordial? Mm-hmm. Is that y'all still living together? There's so many questions that are now right. coming to That's my mind. That's such a great word. Of, uh, maybe some time. But again, no assumptions. I don't. <laughs> please go talk to this man, Doctor Sis. Please. Go talk, have as many conversations as humanly possible in order to get some understanding until and, and, and let God make it clear that this is not or this is something that you should continue with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Tweety raised a good point, which I was against um, at first that, you know, hey, he he is the one that initiated you know, that he wanted to have that particular conversation with you. You may be somehow focused on the, hey, he didn't bring it up to begin with, so is this worth the conversation? If you like him, I would want to listen. Like, I'd listen, you know, and just see what happens. If it sounds like excuse on excuse or foolishness on foolishness, you're kind of getting your answers right there. But if it sounds like, hey, I am so I am dead wrong for this, 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And this is how I want to move forward with you. This is what my situation is. And it may not be as messy as it may sound or look on paper. It may be one of those, look, we really was always done, but we got this kid and this is what it is. You never know. Right. Um, well, we're praying for you, Dr. Sis. Um, let us know, you know, how, how the conversations went. Please let us know. Because we are really interested to see what happened, you yeah. know, what happened to Dr. Sis. What we're going to call him. Let's give him a name. What What's this guy? Well, Never mind. Does he need a name? I mean, Mystery Man 1. Okay. All right. We're going to move on. But anyway, <laughs> um, y'all always feel free to email us. Um, this is our first ever letter. This is interesting because, like, I never thought we would be trying to give people couple advice because I just I, I, I just didn't think that. But, um, yeah, y'all, email us. Let us know. Give us, you know, business questions relationship questions, faith questions. We, we take them and we'll answer them to the best of our ability. Um, we never want to turn you away from somebody without having a conversation. Something now God will put you in situations where I feel like, like the door is closed and it is no ending closure remarks, closing remarks to have necessarily. I, I think God is the closest person in this situation to one, open a door to a reconciliation for y'all. Oh, not, not that y'all broke up, but, <laughs> why did I say that God is God is the one to let you know what the best choice is for you because we can say one thing that's our opinion you can go to your, your friends they gonna say another thing that's their opinion you can tell yourself one thing that's your opinion but God got the, the best answer for you in a nutshell right and also don't think so hard and be so hard on yourself was saying, am I desperate? Am I wrong? Am I this? Am I that? I understand the mind of a woman is is a very deep and dark tunnel because I I definitely understand that. But um, for sure, just have the conversation. Don't have so many more. Con- don't have more conversation with yourself about it than you do with him. Um, so I would actually suggest to you to talk to him about it immediately and just let us know how that goes for you. Anyway, guys, we are moving on to one of my favorite parts of the podcast, and that is adding of tax, bringing you a little bit more than what you bargained for. Um, I really like this conversation we had. I feel like this is one of the first times people are seeing us um, just talk about things that we have different opinions on. Yeah, I feel like it was it was very healthy. Yeah, um, to see different perspectives because I was really sticking on the man perspective because I could see how he could you know really being really try to grow in the area of maybe that's not what he did in his other relationship and now he's trying to bring some honesty, some transparency into a new relationship so that he can skip the errors that he didn't you know he learned something. Well, let's hope he learned something. And let's also hope that moving forward, he's truthful from the jump because that's a big thing. Right. Not to say that he's the fault in the other relationship because we don't know. But moving on to ad tax, you want to go first? You go first. All right. Um, for ad tax, I want to I want to make an I want to make a reminder that we yet still serve a merciful God, a mighty God. I mean. If there's anything you're looking for, I, I just want to let you know that you're not going to find it in the world. Mm-hmm. 
there's certain things I stopped looking for in the world. One of them is peace. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to let you know you're not going to find it in the world. You're going to find it in Jesus. Um, and lastly, I just want to thank y'all for the support. My ad task is very basic, but I, I just... I'm I'm in a very thankful mood, very thankful, <laughs> just spirit and vibe, whatever y'all calling it now, nowadays. I think they call it vibrations. Oh um, my gosh! Come on, Twiggy. But I love y'all. That's it. My ad tax is um, remind yourself of some things that God has already got you through. It's also very simple this week, but I think it's it's something that can be sure to ground us again. Um, If you remember all of the things God has brought you through before, don't ever think for a second he's going to leave you where you're at. And also, um, just always remember you're standing in the midst of, in some way, in answered prayer. We love you guys to life. Thank you so much for tuning in weekly to Million Dollar Conversations, the podcast. Um, Please make sure that wherever you're listening at, you're sharing with somebody and letting them know, like, hey, listen to this. And then comment, like, hey, y'all let us know. What's your sister, uh, Doc? I was about to say sister, Doc. Dr. Sis. Don't put a name, real name out there. What should Dr. Sis do, y'all? Like, this is is a really tough situation. And y'all write in to us as well. Um, Also, if you're on Apple Podcasts, please make sure that you go ahead, subscribe, and you rate that thing. We need to be rated, y'all, because it increases our visibility on um, Apple Podcasts. So, we love y'all. Y'all take care of yourself. Until next week. I let a lot of pain go, picked it the pen, then roll. Master the game, didn't fold. Roast on the ground, ten toes. I let a lot of pain go, picked it the pen, then roll. Master the game, didn't fold. Roast on the ground, ten toes. I let a lot of pain go, picked it the pen, then roll. Master the game, didn't fold. Roast on the ground, ten toes. Stick to the God idea. To a dub, dub me the one right now. Holding the Bible, quoting the scriptures, living the life, righteous and holy, but still with the hands. They call me Peter, the way that I flex. Came with the recipe, cooked up a song, let it down, RP to the floor. First will be last, and the last will be first. Grew from a seed, seed to a tree, grew from a tree, tree to a fruit. Figure to stop being meek, follow the world for a meal. Setting the standard, empty the sin, watch for the blood, I'm sanctified. I let a lot of pain go. Picked the pen, then roll. Master the game, didn't fold. Roast from the ground, ten toes. I let a lot of pain go. Picked the pen, then roll. Master the game, didn't fold. Roast from the ground, ten toes. I let a lot of pain go. Picked the pen, then roll. Master the game, didn't fold. Roast from the ground, ten toes. I let a lot of pain go. Picked the pen, then roll. Master the game, didn't fold. Roast from the ground, ten toes. I let a lot of pain go. This is my Lord of Lords, this is my King of Kings, this is for the Holy One, crown on the King of Kings, this is my Lord of Lords, this is my King of Kings, this is for my Holy One, crown on the King of Kings, son of David took a slingshot, rose back in three days, woke, took our sins and wrapped them in the grave, adios, mama praying I 
brothers and my sisters every week. I'm praying for my brothers and my sisters every week. It's for my Lord and Lords. It's for my King and Kings. It's for the whole.